Hello friend, welcome. Today I am actually bringing you a little bonus episode. So if you listened to the last episode on the podcast, episode 10, How to Get Your Images Noticed, you'll know that that episode was all about why we're creating our photos. And in that episode, I gave you a couple examples um, from students inside of the masterclass about what is their why. Why do they go out and shoot at night? But here's the thing. I got so many replies from the students. It was absolutely amazing. I put a request up in our private group for masterclass students and there was just an outpouring. I didn't want to make the last episode really long, but I also think that these responses are really, really impactful. And as I was reading through them myself, it was hard to pick which one that I would be putting in. And because of that, I wanted to do a little bonus episode with you today where I'm actually going to go through what everyone posted in the group in their words. It would be really cool if I could have gotten them to record it and send it in, but I don't, I, my, uh, I have my limits, I guess I should say. So instead, it will be in my voice, but their words. And I really think that you are going to resonate with a lot of what you hear, because as I went through and read them, I know I certainly did. So without further ado, let's dive in and listen to what my masterclass students had to say when I asked them the question, why do you go out at night to shoot? Hi, I'm Christine Riche, an artist and mentor to photographers around the world. Consider me your interstellar guide on the path to being a better nightscape photographer. In this podcast, we will bring together our artistic right brain and technical left brain by exploring creativity, art, and inspiration in photography, as well as diving into technique, gear, and strategy necessary to elevate your craft and photographic practice. I am so happy to be a part of your Milky Way journey. This is the After Dark Photography Podcast. Okay, the first person who replied, and I am literally just going in order on this post in the group. So if the masterclass students are listening and they're like, why is this one first or why is this one first? I'm going through and I'm going to give you guys some of my perspective too as we go through this. So first up, we have Eddie and Eddie says, I find it to be one of the most rewarding things I do in photography. It's quiet in nature and pushes me to my limits, experimenting with new techniques I can use in other aspects of photography. Yeah, I absolutely agree. When students come into the masterclass, there's a lot of things to learn, but one of the kind of like the shadow benefits, the things that you don't realize is that as you're diving into these crazy techniques and these things that are pushing your gear to the limits, you're actually starting to understand so much more about your camera, about light, about how you shoot. And so your photography grows not only with Milky Way photography, but with all other areas of photography as well. I love it. 
Okay, then we have Devin who says, at first, I did it as a challenge to capture the Milky Way because I wanted to create these photos I was seeing. Now I do it because it's relaxing to be out in nature and see the beauty of the night sky. Yeah, so um, the first time, like when I was first shooting the Milky Way, it was definitely the challenge. In fact, I talk about this in an upcoming episode where we go into a little bit about the ethos behind creating images and absolutely Tevin. So the first time when I was out and shooting, it was like, I see other people getting these great images. I want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Jack says, with the stars, I have a peace when I photograph in the silence of the night. There's this blend of the simple mortality we have here on Earth while faced with the infinite that is way beyond us. And I think that this Jack is just so perfect because um, for anyone who's seen any of Jack's work, and if you've gone through my trainings, I've showed some of his images. Um, Jack does a lot of shooting at night in uh, cemeteries and graveyards. And to link up that mortality with the infinite, with the stars, I think is really quite special. Jeannie says, it's the only time when I feel the world stops moving for just a moment and that you can sit and enjoy the amazingness of what we don't see during the day, all the while challenging yourself to get the one shot that you hoped and planned for. And can we just say thank you, Jeannie, for planning? (laughs) Anyone here who's listening, if you are winging it, you need to go and plan. When you plan your shots, they're going to turn out so much better. Yeah. Um, And also, you know, when the, just this idea of like, okay, like I just get to sit and stop. And Jeannie is a mom too. So uh, she, that she's kind of in my head with that. Let's, let's put it that way. There's no kids asking for more apple juice after they spilled theirs. Uh, you know, it's just me and the stars. And so, yeah, absolutely. Raul says, I love my star therapy and photography. I get to connect with the universe think and try to capture and share a beautiful nightscape, an instance made of light that has been traveling for millions of years and connects with us. Isn't that just insane? Millions of years. Like the things that we're photographing, the light that we're capturing is from so long ago and has come so far. Mind-blowing. Jim has a fun one. He says, I may be a bit of a geek, LOL, but I don't think we are alone in our universe. So going out to take amazing photos of our night skies, there's more chance of getting a good old UFO in the frame too. Plus, I can't sleep at night. So what else can I do? Uh, I love it. Yeah, we, uh, we don't know what's up there. And so who knows what we're going to capture? in our frame. Although last night, my husband did come in and he was like, he had taken our dog out for a walk after the kids went to bed because it's been so hot here in Nova Scotia. It's better for her to be out uh, at night for walks. Poor little paws aren't getting hurt on the pavement. And he's like, I saw this weird thing in the sky. He's like, all these dots one after another. I was like, you saw Starlink. He's like, really? I'm like, yes, you saw a Starlink train. I was like, it's really cool. Also, slightly the bane of our existence as astrophotographers 
and also super cool. So it's a little bit of both. But I thought it was pretty funny that he came in and was like, I saw this thing in the sky, like immediately to me. Okay, then we have Ivan. And Ivan says, a connection with space and places we will never be able to touch physically, but can touch with our cameras. Yeah, I'm totally on that one. Randy says, I have always been fascinated by the vastness of the universe, with humanity occupying such an infinitesimally small corner of it. Star photography gives me a connection to that and helps me find my place within. And Randy's using my favorite word here, connection. All of my images, everything that I do, it's all about connection. Janelle says, enjoying the stars and taking a break from the intense Florida heat. It feels magical to be able to capture something that you can't see as well with the naked eye. The wildlife I see makes it even more special since my favorite daytime uh, pastime is viewing wildlife. Love it. Except for when wildlife sneaks up on me and then I'm like, what is that noise in behind me? We just don't know. Andy says, initially during the first lockdown, I couldn't go out and photograph wildlife. Unusually, we had a lot of clear nights in London. It's awesome. So I spent time watching the stars, the moon, and the ISS pass over. I found being out in the night relaxing and tranquil. Then I thought, how do I photograph this? Never regretted the path that took me down. Love it. Love it. Okay, Jay says, I was always an event or records purposes shooter with a pretty varied catalog of subject materials, a nuts and bolts or technical guy, more interested and suited to designing the structure than, you know, how pretty it looks. I never really had the creative eye that so many do, but looking at this genre of photography, I decided if I was going to learn and hopefully master, and he puts this in quotes, artsy fartsy, night shooting appeared to be the perfect marriage of creativity and planning. I could not only design the building to not fall down, but I could actually make it appealing to the eye. I love it. And that's one of the things too that kind of gets me really excited about shooting the Milky Way. Like I love getting out and being under the stars and creating images, but I also really love teaching it and having this community because everyone comes from different backgrounds and we have different um, strengths, different skills, and different ways of looking at what is, you know, really the, the same thing. Like if you were a bird flying overhead, you would just see a person <laughs> with a camera on a tripod out at night in the dark, right? Like we all look like we're doing the exact same thing when you kind of zoom out. But when you zoom in and you start hearing from different people and talking to different people, the reasons and the ways that we're approaching the same thing are always varied. And I find that so interesting. Next, we have JV, who says, it's like a completely different world, like you are trying to draw out the light on a dark canvas, seeing the dark with my eyes, but then there's that moment of seeing the light pop up on my camera screen, which let's just say is like one of the best feelings. I don't know about you, but I still am like, oh, look, it's there. And like the first few times when I really got the Milky Way, I was, yeah. It's a good thing it was dark 
no one else was around me. It was just Jazz who was like, what are you doing? Jazz is my dog. Everyone here doesn't know. And I really also like that JB is saying it's like drawing out the light on a dark canvas. One of the things that I often talk about is this idea of at night, it's kind of like we have a giant studio uh, where we can control the light so we can decide how much of the landscape that's in our frame we're going to show whether we use uh, natural light like starlight or a blue hour blend or if we use artificial light like leds or flashlight painting or we wait for the moon like there's just we get to control it and there's not that many genres of photography where you can actually do that so i really love that Ken says, I go out to see the beauty of the night sky and to get away from people. Amen, Ken. Something very, there's something very satisfying being out under the stars with just the coyotes and the wolves howling at the sky, then taking the photos back to the office to play with them for different effects and find art from the sky. And isn't that too, like, that's a big part of it. Yeah, we get out and shoot, but then we come back and it's like, okay, I'm back in real life, but I get to hang out with my photos for a little while now. At least that's how I feel about editing images. Karen says, I find night photography is an escape from the busyness of the day. Mm -hmm. It is so peaceful without the hustle and bustle of people to see and things to do. It's a time where I can just be, whether I push the shutter button or not, <laughs> when the clouds roll in. Dawn says, I go out because it's magical to see so many stars and realize how connected everything is. Then to preserve that feeling in an image that I can share with people not as lucky as me. That's priceless. Katie says, I love the combination of technical and creative to get an image of the night sky. The thrill and anticipation, planning and waiting for that clear night, battling the trepidation of actually leaving the safety of your car, who can, who here can relate, to enter that dark black night. But then the world is illuminated by the beautiful stars. You're clicking away and the whole experience is just magical. Yeah, Katie, there's a lot of things in that. But I think the thing that we all can really probably relate to is when we've gone on a shoot and it's just you and you pull up and it's just pitch black. You get out of your car. You're like, okay, what do we have here tonight? The other night I was in the woods and got out and it's just small little dirt road in the middle of the woods. I get out. I'm like, all right, everybody, I'm here. Just want to let you know I'm hanging out for a little bit. This is I'm talking to nothing, but I'm also assuming that there might be. Who knows what's nearby? There is definitely bear scat and stuff like that nearby this particular location. So uh, yeah, I think that uh, many of us are going to relate to that. Shirley says, peace and beauty. Mm -hmm. The peace of the quiet that surrounds me in the night and the beauty of seeing God's masterpiece and our small place in it. Ah, we are so very small when we think about it. Sally says, life isn't just lived from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. There is a whole world out there in the evening and twilight skies that is breathtaking. I want to capture and inspire people to look up even after 5 p.m. That's right. That's right. Corey says, I can be so sleepy waiting for the right time to go out. 
But once I go, I am suddenly wide awake and in awe of the beauty above us. Watching the stars move through the night sky as I photograph them is also awe-inspiring to me. You will not regret the first time you recognize something in the sky that you learned about with your own eyes without the help of technology or an app, nor the first time you can see the Milky Way with your own eyes. Simply amazing. The whole experience is nerve-wracking and so satisfying at the same time. Magical. Naps help. Can I just say yes, Corey? Naps help. (laughs) Who here... Okay, this is, um, if you're in the After Dark Photography Podcast Facebook group, uh, which I would love for you to be in it, by the way, you can check it out in the show notes on afterdarkphotographypodcast.com. We'll get you to it. I would love for you to be in there. Uh, We should do a poll in there and see who naps. Okay, Teresa S. says, being under the stars gives me peace and solitude. It makes me appreciate the beauty God has given us. Yeah. Robin says, it's always exciting being out under the stillness of the night sky. I love being able to capture what we can't see with the naked eye, but we know is out there. One of my favorite things about Milky Way photography and night photography is being able to capture what exists that we can't perceive. Absolutely amazing. Chris says, I am invigorated by looking up and seeing the universe in all its glory, to sit back and wonder about all that is out there, to be able to take a picture that I can not only enjoy on cloudy nights, but I can also share with others so that they can take part in the same awe and wonder. Teresa W. says, at night under more stars than one can even imagine exists, you can immerse yourself in the moment and lose yourself in your viewfinder. Oh, I like that, Teresa. Yes. Robert says, Robert, Bob, I was reading it, but it's Bob, says, I have always been intrigued by the night sky, the sense of mystery, wonder, calm, fulfillment, and bond with nature are a magical combination for me. It's why I look forward to shooting at night whenever possible. And why he has enabled himself and his wife with a, uh, a camper <laughs> so that they can get out. I remember about when you posted that in the uh, group and I was like, oh, I want one of those. One day. Kelly says, I feel like I've spent so much of my life running from one task to the next. And as a result, I don't specifically remember long stretches of time. But when you go out at night, you have to slow down, plan and prepare I now have great stories and memories, as well as images that I hope will convey the peace, beauty, and magnificence of the night sky. Linda says, being out at night is so peaceful, quiet, and calming. I can clear my head of my busy, hectic life and enjoy the view. And while I'm enjoying the night sky, I have the opportunity to create beautiful images to remember the night. Daphne says, I love the beauty of the night sky. To be able to capture it and share with others brings me joy. There is such a peacefulness in looking up to the stars. Lorianne says, the experience is otherworldly. To witness the dark sky with its stars and the Milky Ways, 
which most of us have been blindly living under for our entire lifetime, let's just let that set in, is mesmerizing, magical, and life-altering. And isn't that, so it just, I know I'm going to go on small tangents, I try not to go on too many here, but really, she's right, we've been living under the Milky Way, under the stars for the duration of our life. Maybe we've been lucky enough to grow up somewhere or live somewhere where you have access to dark skies, but most of us don't. And we just live in this dome of light pollution completely cut off from our access to the night sky. And for some people, you know, for myself, being out at night, it's giving me a connection to something more. And when I don't have that, I went to... California earlier this year. And I did a workshop actually with some of my alumni. This was my first post-COVID workshop, which is so exciting. And we went to Joshua Tree and it was lovely. It was cloudy, but it was still lovely. But after that, I was in, actually before that rather, I was in uh, Irvine in California for a business thing. And I did not like being in the city. It was the first time I had traveled in a few years to a place that wasn't dark. And I felt that loss of being able to look up and see the stars. It were, There was clear nights when I was there, but you couldn't see anything. You just look up at the sky and there was nothing. And that is the reality for so many of us. So to be able to start to get that back with night photography and Milky Way photography is something that's really amazing. Okay, Anne says, I like the peaceful open skies, no crowds, just you and the stars, no kids running into your tripod or folks in their own wee world suddenly stopping right in front of what you are trying to photograph, bliss. And she says, the challenge of getting a result is worth all of the effort. Yeah. Okay, Gail says, I enjoy going out to photograph stars because each and every time I go out, it's still exciting. Whether it's the Milky Way, the Aurora Borealis, or the Winter Giant. She means Orion, for those of you who aren't quite sure. I get excited seeing and photographing it every single time. What else in life creates such a feeling? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Gail. Chandel says, at first, I wanted to get out at night just to prove to myself I could do it. It seemed a little crazy to me to either go to bed early so I could get up in the middle of the night or just stay up until all hours of the morning, knowing I would be a zombie the next day. But once I got out there, everything else that was going on in my life just seemed to quiet down a little. It gave me a sense of exhilaration and peace at the same time. Yeah, it really does. I can tell you guys, if I'm starting to get cranky, it's because I've had stuff on the go and I haven't been out shooting in a while. Like sometimes it will happen. I only get out once or twice in a new moon cycle. And I can tell like I'm snapping at my husband and I'm like, why did you put your shoes on the floor to my kids? And they just look at me like, what is wrong with mom? I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to get out and shoot. Um, because it does, everything else just seems to quiet down a little bit. Robert says, with night photography, it's just you, the camera, and nature. It is simple and challenging. No models, no clients, no lighting setups, etc. There is just the enjoyment of capturing an image that will only exist in that instance, instant, and in that place and time. 
I also resonate with this. And I told you at the start of this episode, I was like, we're probably going to resonate with a lot of things that we hear. But I come from a background of what I call corporate creative. I did product photography and model product photography for over a decade. And it was get this product done. We've got this brand new product in. get these models in, work with these models, do this, do this. I also did wedding photography on the side. Um, I did pet photography on the side. And it's like, okay, well, we're going out shooting. It has to be today. Today is the wedding. It's super bright. Okay, we got to bring our extra lights with us so that we can combat the sun. What do you mean? They want to have their pictures by the lake and there's no cover. Like, you know, there's all of these things that are always going through your brain. And that's not to say it's bad, but it's different. And coming from 11 years of serving others, for me specifically here, doing client work and serving others with my creativity to now be serving myself and also others in the way that people can still connect with my work, but to just, it's me, it's I'm going out, I'm having this experience And I'm able to create something that is then impactful for others, but it is not dictated by others. That's something that's really exciting for me. Steve says, peace and tranquility, the feeling of being out at night, often in remote places, when it's just me and nature, taking images that seem almost secret, not entirely visible to the naked eye, and then the excitement of seeing what I've captured and sharing this magical world with others. Josh says, that midnight coffee buzz. Josh, is that all you could give me? Josh has said some interesting things about going out shooting at night. And if you've come onto any of my trainings um, or been onto my Facebook page, I've done some interviews with Josh. So you can you can kind of check things out. He creates some pretty amazing photos and has some interesting thoughts on it. Apparently also drinks a lot of coffee. I have to tell you, I don't drink coffee. So I don't drink it at night, but I will if I'm really sleepy, have a Pepsi or a Coke. In case you're wondering, it can be a Pepsi or Coke. I slightly prefer Coke. Uh, But that's just because that's what my mom drank growing up. Okay, Aless says, I love the feeling of looking at the stars and feeling the greatness of the universe as it quietly creates the astounding beauty all around us. It is there and then that I am able to find the absolute stillness of my mind while taking in the breathtaking views. The privilege of sharing this with others through my pictures is absolutely amazing. It really is. Carr says, I am part of a project titled Regeneration of Mi'kmaq Star Stories Through Storytelling. While the project was more focused on intergenerational learning, my mom and my daughter, I realized that I needed to reconnect with the night sky. So I combined my creative side and began photographing the Milky Way. I love it. I don't think I can tell you how much I love this. I am part of a creative partnership um, with Mi'kmaq Moons, um, which is they do two-eyed scene. And it's really a privilege for me to be able to be involved with them both because there is a different knowing that comes from the two-eyed scene when it's related 
to the night sky. And there's so many things that I just get excited to learn about. So uh, when Carb posted this up in the group, I was like, that is just absolutely wonderful. And I can't wait to see what she does with it, being able to bring such a beautiful visual to be a part of the storytelling and this intergenerational learning. I, yeah, it makes me so excited and also privileged to get to be a small part of that in helping her explore this creative side and create more images. Sachenka says, I've always been fascinated by the knowledge of the Milky Way, but seeing it in person gives a sense of existence. Yes. I feel diminutive and I know my life is a speckle in time. After catching these amazing images, I want to live my life to the fullest. Astrophotography is therapeutic. The silence of the night has something special. Grab your camera and a friend. You will never regret it. Go chase the Milky Way. Susanna says, I have photographed every full moon for years, and each time it is a challenge to catch it just right. Learning to capture the Milky Way requires a lot more technical skill, equipment, dedication, and prior proper planning in order to be at the right place at the right time. It is thrilling to see the images pop up in the viewfinder when all of the necessary requirements for the photo shoot are met. Then the editing process reveals even more magic when focus, exposure, and composition have been successful. Brenda says, the first time I saw that the camera picks up way more stars than the naked eye, I was mesmerized. I honestly can't describe the emotion that overcomes me now when I look up at the night sky. A friend commented that I really came alive when I started this journey. Uh, I would agree that this journey into Milky Way photography has been absolutely life-changing for myself, and I've seen it for so many students and so many people coming through my trainings. Lisa says, I began going out at night during a difficult time in my life. I was looking for peace, clarity. We go out in the middle of the night looking for the Milky Way, but along the journey, you might also find yourself. Twana says, before I found this class, I would sit outside at night anyways, because it would calm my mind from the day. The class at first gave me something to do since I was awake anyway. Now it's so much more. I can forget about everything but myself, the starry sky, and my camera. It takes my crazy life down to just that for a few hours. Then the editing and sharing the images almost brings those feelings back. I can remember laughing as a firefly just dances around in front of the camera, almost like it knew it was messing with what I was trying to do. It takes the focus from everything else and just lets you be for a bit, which also helps with the trials of the day. <laughs> I had a firefly the other night just circling my camera and my camera was shooting and it had a little green light blinking and I was like, hey, firefly, my camera is not a firefly, by the way. I don't know. He left after that. So maybe he was paying attention. Laurie says, what started as a personal challenge to learn how to use my digital SLR turned into star therapy. I've always found comfort in the silence of the night when the world slows down and the chaos falls away. When I found Christine's class, I thought, what a great excuse to spend more time in the calming presence of the night sky. 
a universe so vast with the ability to make all our problems seem so small. A reality check for what's really important in our lives. It has taught me how to slow down and be present in the moment. Added bonus, learning to use my camera, getting back in touch with my creative side, and being amazed at the images those two can conjure up. Bruce says, I go out to shoot in the sky because it is so peaceful and tranquil, to gaze up at the sky and wonder at all the beauty, to put myself to the test to see what I can come up with. Amy says, I like to learn new things and take photos. So I decided I wanted to learn to take Milky Way photos. I wasn't prepared to also get such a feeling of peace, wonder, and joy out there. Alex says, I go out at night to search for search the universe for my home world. Just kidding, but you can use that. <laughs> I had to keep it in. Uh, Alex says, I started astrophotography because it was a new challenge, something fun and exciting, but I quickly realized that it was very peaceful. I was away from the drone of production and the hustle and bustle of a crowded neighborhood into the peaceful quiet of the night gazing out at our universe. Britt says, I had seen shots of the Milky Way and wondered how the photographers had captured these images. So I first started going out to learn the process and practice. I'm still learning and practicing on how to take Milky Way pictures. But now sometimes I just sit and stare at the stars and the night sky in amazement and wonder what else is out there. When I do this, everything slows down and the peace and relaxation of the experience is hard to be beat. Yasmin says, when I sit under the stars in the dark alone, everything begins to make sense and I am at peace. Ed says, I go to work at 5 a.m. I'm in the field trying to photograph at 3.30 a.m. I check Stellarium to get an idea where to find it, as if I could not see it. And since I work a midnight one day a week, I've scouted until I found a pretty good spot. It's exciting, disappointing, but so much the challenge. Michigan has not been kind weather-wise, but I keep at it. A new lens is on order. I, I had nothing to do with that. Not, it wasn't me. Don't say Christine the Enabler. <laughs> and hope it becomes a great part of the puzzle. Christine says, I go out at night in the darkest areas to see our beautiful universe. We forget how much is out there until we are really in the dark and look up. The camera just allows us to save and share it. Maruso says, I am amazed every day at all God has created. The juxtaposition of light and dark with each having a part of the other interests me. There are dark shadows in the daytime and light at night. To capture them together, to play up the light and dark in each situation creates a work of art. Spending time outside at night reminds me of my place in the universe. I'm a small part, but still a part. Dick says, I went to the Arctic Circle and photographed the Northern Lights. My interest expanded to the Milky Way. I love the solitude at night with all its beauty. My wife has also enjoyed our experiences together. Christine gave us the opportunity and knowledge to enjoy this hobby together. What a fantastic experience. Uh, that's awesome, by the way. My husband likes my photos, but he's not interested in going out with me all night and shooting like maybe if we were camping 
but we're also not a camping family because I don't, don't, don't hang me up to dry on this. Okay. But I don't like sleeping on the ground and packing all of my stuff. And we have kids. Like if I can just have a bed and a toilet, then I'm happy. So yeah, I'm a glamper. But the one time we tried camping with kids, because we used to camp before we had kids, um, I did do pictures of us at the campfire underneath the Milky Way and it was lovely. And then my son was up at 5 a.m. because it was bright out and I was like, this is not lovely. Okay, sorry, side note. Eduardo says, a starry night sky amplifies all the same feelings and emotions that I might get seeing an ocean view or mountains, or sunrise, or sunset. But you can't experience the Milky Way the same way. You have to capture it with the camera to see the full beauty, and hopefully capture those feelings and emotions when you see the final images. Stephanie says, I personally enjoy the combination of astrophotography being both technical and creative. With all of the planning, shooting, and processing that goes into one image, I feel a sense of accomplishment in creating something where the final product is both fantastical and real. The stars really do exist, but the presentation by the photographer showcases their creativity their creative interpretation. To be able to artistically portray technical data is pretty cool. And who hasn't, at one point or another, been taken with the wonders of the night sky? For me, it started with stories of wishing upon a star and my favorite book as a child, Papa, please get the moon for me. Cheryl says, I've been a longtime observer with over 30 years of using a telescope under my belt. After trying to take a photo of the Milky Way at the 2019 Grand Canyon Star Party and being successful with an image I love, I've wanted to repeat that experience at other locations. Listening to the sounds of nature at night while capturing what I hope to be a good image puts me in a happy state of being that I completely enjoy. Julie says, I go out at night to not only experience the wonders of the universe and night sky in general, to find peace in the mind and soul. I am learning to have patience with myself as I try to gather these moments of the night on my camera, to be able to say, I did that and share these moments with others. These moments may take several minutes or hours to gather, but the stars have spent many light years getting their light to us, and that is their blessing for us. Cindy says, night photography, being able to capture what I can and cannot see of the night sky through photography permits me to freeze time, capturing the mysteries and beauty that are really just fleeting moments in time. My time, my perspective, I become the historian and artist simultaneously. And I have so much more to learn. So now it's your turn. I would put money down that as you're listening through these, there were things that you were like, yeah, that's me. Or yeah, yes, me too. How many times did you just hear me say that? A lot. Okay. It's, but it's true. Can't help it. I want you to take a little bit of time and think about it. Why do you go out at night? What is it? that it does for you in your life? What are the things, the day-to-day things in your life that when you're out at night, it just maybe puts a break to it. Maybe it gives you perspective. 
Maybe it's an interesting challenge. I would love to hear from you what your takeaways are. If you are in the After Dark Photography podcast group, that would be an amazing place to post up your takeaways from today's episode and to really take this discussion a little bit farther. Why do you love photographing the night sky? What is it that it brings to your life? As always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode with myself and my masterclass students today on the After Dark Photography Podcast, and I will catch you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to my podcast episode today. If you're excited about night photography, but you don't know where to start, then listen on. This is for you. Well, hello, it's Christine. I am the host of the After Dark Photography Podcast, and I'm the founder of the Night Photography Academy. And if you don't know me, I have been a professional photographer since 2009 and teaching photography actually since 2008. When I first started teaching photography, it was to students who had excitedly just bought their first ever camera, or maybe who had a digital SLR sitting on a shelf gathering dust, and they were finally ready to learn how to use it. Now, almost 15 years later, I find the same kind of people coming to me super jazzed about night photography, but frankly, overwhelmed at where in the heck to even start. For one, they haven't mastered using their camera on manual mode, let alone doing things like equivalent exposures, which is really the bedrock of night photography. And if that sounds like you, I have just the thing. I am giving you 100% free access to the first module of my Photography for Beginners Bootcamp. This was a hybrid online in-person class that I taught here in Nova Scotia before the pandemic happened. People would take the class online and then I would run field trips where we would go out and practice together. And I am giving you access to the first module completely for free. Unfortunately, field trips are not at this time available. Imagine that you know exactly what setting is the most important to use on your camera in any given situation based on you know what you want to create what's that vision in your head and not only that you know how to do all that but you also know how to troubleshoot so maybe if things look too dark or too bright or too blurry or even too sharp you will know exactly what to do to fix it and get the image you want after going through this totally bingeable course, you will master manual mode on your camera and be able to confidently create beautiful images with your digital SLR or mirrorless camera. To sign up, go to christinerosephotography.com slash bootcamp. And that will be in the show notes too, if you just want to do a quick click and hop on over there. Thanks so much. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.